Hi, I'm Linda McGlasson with the Information Security Media Group, and today we're speaking with Susan Orr. She's spent 14 years as a federal financial institution examiner and now is a leading financial services expert with vast regulatory risk management and security best practice knowledge and expertise. She's going to share some of her thoughts on how financial institutions approach information security and the related compliance and regulations that are driving information security decisions. For the sake of brevity, Susan's complete bio can be found on our website. Hi, Susan. Hi, Linda. Walk us through the past seven years. There have been more oversight and regulations specific to information security and privacy than any time before. We understand the need for this as financial institutions have in participation with their service providers are now holding extremely private and sensitive data more than ever before and that there are more significant risks involved. From a financial institution perspective, this all costs money to protect the data. Can you give those financial institutions out there the most important things to account for in compliance? Well, Lindy, it would actually take more time than we really have right now to outline the specific topics pertaining to information security compliance and then link them to the regulations. But what I can give is a roadmap of how financial institutions should be approaching information security to ensure compliance. If you study and map out each of the regulations, you'd actually find there's a common thread that runs through each one. So while each are specific in some respects, there are common elements as to what you need to comply. In general, the implementation of a compliance, or excuse me, of, of a comprehensive information security program, which is going to start with a thorough risk assessment, information security risk assessment, then implementing appropriate preventive, detective, and corrective controls, or if we want to use the regulatory language, it would be administrative, technical, and physical safeguards. And these are things like firewalls, intrusion detection systems, uh, restricting access, implementing strong authentication, monitoring of controls for effectiveness, monitoring for intrusion attempts, and then monitoring user activities, developing, implementing, and enforcing policies, um, and then having a strong IT program. Now again, these are just some of the key things that you need to do. It's, it's not all-inclusive, but it just kind of gives you an idea of what some of those administrative, technical, and physical types of safeguards would be. But by doing this, you'd be well on your way to complying with the various data protection and identity theft requirements. Susan, should financial institutions be focusing on one law specifically in order to comply with all the other information security related compliance and guidance? Well, I think we all immediately think of information security in terms of just GLBA, um, specifically Section 501B, and only if it were that easy. But, in fact, there are other regulations that relate to information security and are applicable for financial institutions. Now, just as an example, uh, for institutions that are publicly traded or over a billion in assets, you need to comply with Sarbanes-Oxley. And then all institutions, regardless of size, need to be complying with the Identity Theft and Deterrence Act, with the uh, FACTA, with the USA Patriot Act, with BSA, 
and with the Fair Credit Reporting Act. And then even some of the institutions out there need to be complying with the HIPAA requirements when it comes to health information. So you have all these regulations that do apply in addition to GLBA. And then you've got FFIEC and individual agency guidances that also direct institutions in what they need to be doing. Uh, the FDIC's supervisory letter on identity theft that was just issued April 11th is a really good example of the common elements within the various regs and kind of looking at the broader picture and changes that have been occurring and continue to occur within the compliance, uh, regulatory compliance realm. I just want to read a short excerpt from, the, from that letter. Risk management examiners trained in information technology and the requirements of the Bank Secrecy Act evaluate a number of aspects of a bank's operations that raise identity theft issues. IT examiners are well qualified to evaluate whether banks are incorporating emerging IT guidance into their identity theft programs and GLBA 501B information security programs. Responsibility uh, overseeing service provider arrangements and taking action when a security breach occurs. In addition, IT examiners will consult with BSA examiners during the course of an examination to ensure that the procedures that the institutions employ uh, are verifying the identity of new customers and that they're consistent with existing laws and regulations to prevent financial fraud, including identity theft. Now, there are other common elements, uh, not to mention uh, just the, the things that, or excuse me, in addition to the things that I was just reading you, but there's other common requirements like the appropriate vendor management, uh, business continuity planning, incident response, uh, security awareness for employees and customers. These all need to be addressed as well. Now, within the time allowed in the upcoming webinar, uh, I'm not going to be able to, to make someone a regulatory compliance genius, but what I'm hoping is that the audience will walk away with sufficient information so they'll be able to see the common threads that run through these various regulations, and then they'll have a roadmap to follow on such topics as information security program management, uh, risk assessment, third-party vendor management, incident response, customer education, um, business continuity planning, and then hopefully go away with an understanding that compliance is a journey, it's not a destination. And if we look at it from that perspective, um, it might begin to make more sense that we're not going to achieve 100% compliance today. It's going to take some time to get all these things put together, and as the industry changes and as the regulations change, your compliance is going to have to continue to change as well. Susan, I'm really looking forward to hearing the complete roadmap that you've just laid out, and I know that I'll learn more about the regulatory compliance and laws that drive information security at financial institutions. Thanks for your time today. Thanks, Linda. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and be sure to look for more podcasts from Information Security Media Group. For more information on upcoming educational webinars on our site, please visit www.bankinfosecurity.com or www.cuinfosecurity.com.